You're tuned into another episode of the AER Podcast. Streaming on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube, this podcast features interviews of individuals in the codings industry. Listen every month wherever you get your podcasts. Stay in the loop by following us on Instagram and Facebook at at Air Equipment SA. Subscribe, rate, and visit us online at air-equipment.com. Now, enjoy another episode of the AER Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the AER Podcast. Uh, my name is Jason Weber. I'm your host. Um, this episode, we've got Jordan Cook, who is the... Uh, owner-operator of AW Foam Technologies. Hey, Jordan, how's it going? Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, coming in. This is the first live podcast I've had since the COVID pandemic. I've been doing everything online, so it's nice to finally be in yeah, studio. Yeah. Um, Jordan and I are going to talk about the uh, probably the newest technology in, in spray foam when it comes to the, the uh, air purge guns, and that is the uh, Graco Fusion Pro Connect. Um, just a quick overview on what the Pro Connect is. It's a uh, cartridge style, um, a replacement cartridge style uh, head on what is the Fusion AP gun. Uh, so basically, instead of having all the wearable parts separate in the head of the gun, now you have one um, cartridge with all the parts in. So if you get a crossover or a failure, you just pop the cartridge off, pop a new one on and, um, keep spraying. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but, uh, cause there, there is a retrofit kit that you're able to retrofit your old fusion gun, uh, to, to the new pro connect. So, um, I won't bore you with, uh, any more sales talk cause, uh, we're here to talk about, um, Jordan's experience with the pro connect. So, uh, Jordan, how long have you been using the uh, Fusion Pro Connect? So, we switched over about uh, five months ago, um, maybe right at six. Uh, so, we've had uh, now about five exclusive full months of spraying with the Pro Connect. Okay. And um, what kind of what kind of benefits have you seen using this one compared to? some of the other guns you used in the past. Yeah. So I think uh, right off the bat, I was a little scared of, you know, something, you know, buying first generation of anything, right? Because right. this is a brand new product. There's, there's nothing really like it on this marketplace. So I think that was kind of my first, um, you know, cause I think they started to release this, uh, you know, the end of last year, first of the year, it really started to become kind of, um, you know, a big thing for 2020. And so at first I was like, you know, this is going to be something to really, neatly keep my thumb on the pulse of, but, you know, kind of watch from a distance as I stay within my comfort zone. And after kind of listening to what this thing offered, um, it was pretty exciting to me. So, um, I think that right off the bat, the benefits are going to be just my downtime. Um, you know, like if a gun goes down on you during the middle of the day, um, you know, I'm an owner operator. So a lot of days I'm on my job sites all day long. Um, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm even spraying, um, you know, behind the gun. And then there are days where my crew is doing the spraying and I'm out quoting jobs. And so within my company, um, I'm very technical. Um, so breaking down guns, um, you know, cleaning guns, troubleshooting, finding problems within a gun, um, are something I feel strongly about. Like I, I, I like doing that. I like being able to understand how my guns work. Um, 
but it was it, it takes time to teach that to you know um, my crew members and stuff like that so that they can sort out a problem while I'm gone. So I think that the biggest benefit is the downtime. So now, um, you know, this is a very simple changeover process. Whenever you have a gun-related issue, which I'm going to say accounts for about 90% of my breakdowns, maybe even better than that, 95% of my breakdowns. Uh, So with that being said, like just the breakdown time of whenever there becomes an issue, my guys can handle that. Because as we talked about before the podcast, it's like every time there seemed to be an issue, it was right after I had left. Right. Oh, and always. Always. <laughs> and so, you know, here I am, like, uh, I'll remember the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Sorry to use a horrible cliche, but the straw that broke the camel's back for me was I was all the way up in Austin looking at a job. Mm-hmm. And my guys were in a small town just outside of San Antonio. And... It's nearly a two-hour drive, mm-hmm. and I remember getting the call saying, hey, boss, we got a breakdown, and we don't really know what's going on. This is what it's doing. I wasn't able to diagnose it over the phone, so here I am now two hours away from my job site, and I've got three employees that are just sitting there mm-hmm. um, doing nothing. And so it's like, I kind of look at my breakdown as a dollar sign. So I always kind of think to myself, like my breakdowns are costing me at least $300 an hour. So I just lost 600 bucks because I was in Austin and, you know, there was nothing I could do over the phone to fix this, the problem. Whenever I get to the job site, I was able to trace the problem and I fixed it in, you know, 30, 40 minutes. So it's like, Okay, so I fixed that problem. We got back up and we started spraying again. But what about those two hours that I lost? And what about that client that I was short with in Austin? Because now I'm sitting there frustrated thinking I got to get all the way back to Bernie and, you know, get these guys back going again. So um, I would say that um, that those that's the biggest benefit for me. Um, And. You know, that's my why for why I wanted to consider this gun. Okay. Um, now, you talk about um, breakdowns, um, and that's what I was going to s- mention too. Not only the downtime of your your guys sitting there, but, you know, how many jobs did you potentially lose out on because you weren't able to be there quoting them? That's right. So. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot that really gets encompassed into that breakdown. And I mean, you know, most guys that are spraying foam, they know that you have very few proportioner issues. You have very few material issues. Um, you have a lot of gun issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's just like the, the, the idea of mixing two chemicals that are known to expand inside of a gun. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it just spells problems, right? So, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not if there is no perfect solution. It's not if you get a breakdown, it's when you get a breakdown because every spray foam company is going to have them. But I just think that trying to manage those breakdowns, is what has made my company really grow through this horribly tough pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were fortunate. We were with some good contractors and, um, you know, we made it through this time. But I think that, you know, having things like the ProConnect are, are, are helpful. You know, I want to stack all of the odds in my favor. And so with this gun, I feel like I was able to do that. Now, it wasn't all hunky-dory, though, you know. That's right. 
You did have a, you were telling me before the podcast, the very first time you guys used the Pro Connect. Yeah. So, so, um, so I hope that uh, anybody that's listening that is looking at the Pro Connect that was maybe spraying a just a traditional fusion, and maybe they're looking at incorporating the retrofit kit, or maybe they're just looking at buying an outright new gun. Well, there is one thing that we learned definitely the hard way, and um, let me paint a picture for you here. So the first day that we um, put this new gun on the manifold and started spraying, I mean, it sprayed like a dream. Like all of my guys were excited. Um, like new equipment for spray foam guys, especially nerdy ones like me. Um, it's an exciting day. So we were pumped to have this thing. And um, what happened was on the um, AP Fusion Pro Connect, we pressured up. Um, we started spraying and my sprayer climbed into a very tight space in an attic. And so, um, you know, most of you, if there's spray foamers out there listening to me, you'll know that whenever you get in those tight spaces, you get a lot of overspray on your gun, your equipment, yourself. And so, um, he had this very tight section to spray after he came out um, he was going to start spraying in some open spaces. So he took a moment to just clean up his gun, uh, scrape off any overspray. And on the old style, um, fusion, you could get away with what he did. Um, with the new pro connect, you cannot get away with what he did. And what he did is in order to clean the gun effectively without having to spin it around while it was still connected to the manifold, um, and connected to the hose, uh, he did a couple of things wrong, um, and I, and I, I'm going to say that we did this wrong, not just my sprayer, because mm-hmm. I didn't know this either. So what we did wrong was number one: whenever he was cleaning the gun, he didn't shut the pressure off um, at the machine or just at the manifold. At the manifold would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have cut the chemical off to the manifold and at least allowed that pressure relief. So what ended up happening is as he was cleaning the gun, he he unscrewed the front cap and that was fine. Um, and he unscrewed the front cap in order to clean on some tough areas to get to um, all the spray foam that had kind of gunked up on the gun. And then where it really went haywire was whenever he had that retainer cap loose and then he spun the air cap loose. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he spun the air cap loose, we had 1300 PSI of pressure pushing on that cartridge. And as soon as he spun that air cap loose, boom, it, uh, it pushed that new cartridge forward and it started blowing chemical out both sides. And, we were very lucky that while he was cleaning the gun, he stepped outside. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it didn't create damages that weren't fixable. What it did do, though, is that now, you know, my guy is on a mad dash to get to the rig to hit the emergency button on our proportioner to shut everything off. And meanwhile, it's pumping A and B side out as fast as it, it, wide open. Mm-hmm. So by the time it got shut off and, you know, the, the chemical started flowing out, there was a beach ball sized piece of foam that was encapsulating where our gun was. Oh, man. So, so, dig it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a huge learning curve. And, and mind you, the guy that is talking about this. Pro Connect PC today, me, 
Um, the first experience that I had with it was not stellar because that was literally two hours into spraying with mm-hmm. um, our brand new gun. So it was off to a very rocky start. Um, and I dug up on some things. I actually found a, uh, a group on Facebook that had talked about this exact issue because at the time my sprayer was very shook up over the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't know exactly what had happened. And so it wasn't until I started digging up some stuff, talking to some other spray foam guys. And a guy said, you know what? I think I remember hearing something like this. And he went to a Facebook group that he was a part of, and somebody had this exact same issue. Um, They had loosened some things, um, and they backed off some tension on some things. The way that that cartridge sits, your retainer cap and your air cap hold pressure on that cartridge. Mm -hmm. So, And not allowing it to move forward. Um, It is a motionless cartridge. And so... Um, you know, I quickly learned that, okay, like this is something that's new, new to us. And, um, you know, sometimes the best lessons are the hard lessons and that was day one. So, you know, here I am buying this new piece of equipment to avoid breakdowns and day one with it, we had an hour of awful breakdown. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, let take those, take that from me. I hope that all the people that are going to try the pro connect, like, I hope they listen to this podcast because yeah. <laughs> the, that piece, that little tidbit right there is is such a thing to know. But other than that, it's been... Other than that, it's been it's amazing. Been yeah. Um, so, speaking of the cartridges, Graco has it listed that you get between... You can get up 5 to 20 sets of foam per cartridge. Right. That's a pretty wide range and kind of hard for us as a distributor to put that into numbers when we're trying to sell this. So what's the, what kind of life expectancy out of the cartridges have you seen? Yeah. So whenever I first bought this gun, that, that range thing was, you know, I was just like, how can it be so dramatic now having owned the gun? Um, that, that scale is so perfect in so many ways. And and I'll explain that by this. If you find yourself doing changeovers often where you're switching from open cell to closed cell, um, on a job to job basis, then five sets is, seems to be a pretty good standard. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe seven sets. Um, if you are the type of company that is almost open cell exclusive, you're going to see, you're going to see 20 plus out of these things. And, and it's just like any, any piece of equipment that you have in spray foam, it works better the more that you use it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in, in all the guns that I've tried and messed with, all guns work better if you keep them running. Um, I think where issues start to show up is whenever things start to, um, you know, sit on the shelf for a little while because a side is a side haunts all spray foamers in their nightmares. Mm -hmm. Like a side problems are, I mean, it's a hardener. It's job is to be hard. And so whenever you think about that, that element being inside of a gun and sitting around and not being used, that's going to be, you know, a nightmare product. So I think at the beginning I was very unclear, like how can they give such a vast range well, there's a lot of elements that go into a spray foam company. Like, you know, we, 
uh, I would like to say that I'm 60% open cell, 40% closed cell within my business. But, you know, uh, let's see, about two weeks ago, I went on a closed cell exclusive um, run where mm-hmm. we were doing all metal buildings um, and we didn't do a house for two or three weeks. So I was exclusively spraying closed cell foam. So being with being that we see such changes in our clientele, what's being requested of us, I think that five to 20 range makes sense to me now. Mm-hmm. It didn't back then, but I think that the more you do changeovers, the the more likely you are to fail a cartridge. The more that you spray consistent one type of foam every day, all the time, then you're going to get that 20, 30, 40. Um, you know, I think you and I talked before this too. You know, there's been some guys that have claimed that they've gotten, you know, a hundred sets out of a cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't believe that to be untrue at all. If that gun sprays every day and you're just running, you're just running foam. Like mm-hmm. if you're running the same type of foam over and over, you know, running two sets a day or something crazy like that, then I can see that that cartridge would absolutely hold up for a long time. Um, I think while we're talking about the cartridge, one thing that I do think has helped us um, is that whenever we switched over to this thing and I started seeing that our problem started to show up within our cartridges whenever we were doing changeovers between material. Mm -hmm. Um, I came in and talked with Jason and I said, Hey, one thing that I want to try is I want to try a flush pot. And, um, and I think buying that flush pot, um, it takes, I know that adding equipment to any spray foam guys rig is always something that they're just, you know, a little hesitant about. Um, I was, I'm blown away with how little of cleaning chemical I have to use in order to clean out my gun. Like it is literally probably less than ounces of cleaning material. So you can buy that stuff from um, your local supply or from Jason in gallon jugs. A gallon is going to last me a long time. But if I know that I'm going to be doing a changeover at the end of the day, um, I like to change. I like to just pull my gun off the manifold. I like to hook it up to my flush pot. I like to run some of that chemical through there because all of that chemical residue is not going to get all pushed out. There's going to be some of that chemical residue that stays inside of your gun. And I think that's going to help on anything that's built up inside of that cartridge. And then whenever you come Monday morning, if you put your gun to bed like that, on Friday and then Monday morning, whenever you come back to work, um, I think that you're going to see a longer cartridge life as well. Um, and I think it's going to help, you know, create some longevity inside that. I certainly think that it helps us on getting extra life out of our cartridges whenever we're bouncing back and forth between open cell and closed cell. Okay. And, and I just think that it's a good practice in general. Um, if you want to, even if you spray open cell every single day, if you want to be that guy that keeps really good, clean equipment, um, I think running that flush pot at the end of every single day is, is, is not an awful idea. You know, yeah, I, we, we push that for sure. I mean, yeah. I know from our end, it's great, great hearing it from you. Cause from our end, people think we're just trying to sell them a new piece of equipment, but it really does. I mean, it, you know, it's a, what, $600 for that. And then, yeah. 
I think it's like 38 bucks a gallon for that cleaner. Yeah, so but, it's a But it's you a think commitment. about the how much a gun costs taking care of that gun is That's right. It should be worth that. That's right. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's important um and you know, yeah, some of these things have some upfront heavy end expenses, but whenever I think of breakdowns, you know, I think of $300 an hour, so a 2-hour breakdown that could have been saved by a flush pot or a new gun. Mm-hmm. Um like how many of those am I saving myself in a year's time? by, you know, adopting these practices. And so, um, having that flush pot, you know, and that flush pot, I've only had that thing for what, maybe three months. I bought that thing from you three yeah, months ago. Yeah, it wasn't too so. long ago. I know that. Yeah. So I've already noticed change. And once again, you know, like if you're that guy that likes to put your stuff away, you know, specific ways, I think this is in- incredible to incorporate. If you're that guy that kind of works on stuff when it breaks, I still think this is an important piece um, because, you know, it it literally takes no time um, to flush out your system. Um, you don't have to have air to your gun either. Um, I was under the impression that you had to have air to your gun in order to run the flush pot. You mm-hmm. do not. No, it's a pressurized tank. That's right. It's yep. a pressurized tank. So all you do to walk you through, um, if for maybe some people that aren't catching what we're saying here, what this flush pot is, is you actually it, it, think of like a, a industrial metal bug sprayer. And, um, you know, they, they have that pressure tank on top. So on this tank that Jason sold me, um, it has an air hookup. So while I'm in my trailer, I just pressure up that tank. I put about 80 pounds of pressure on that tank. And then, um, I take my gun off of the manifold and the, the, the flush pot has a manifold that hooks directly up to my pro connect. And, um, So what I do is I just screw it in like I'm mounting my gun to the hose itself. And um, once I get that on, I take the safety off of my gun. I, With my palm, I push the air cap all the way back so that now my my mixing chamber is um, now flush with my side seals so that that chemical can now flow freely without having air pressure hooked up to it. Mm -hmm. And then once I do that, I start with my A-side. I open up my A-side. You'll see the brown chemical come out. And then all of a sudden, right behind that brown chemical, you'll start seeing clean chemical. The chemical you buy where the flush pot is clear like water. And so you'll see that clean chemical come out. As soon as I see the clean chemical, I shut off my A-side. Now I open up my B-side. You know, I pump that chemical through. I see clean material come through. I shut it off. It is literally that fast. And I'm talking you're using um, a few ounces of material Mm -hmm. um, to clean that thing out. There's not a lot of room between, you know, your, your ports where the material comes in and in your tip so there's not a lot of space in there yeah calvin actually made a a really great um how-to instructional video on how to flush your gun uh it's on our youtube channel if you go to air just go to youtube and uh search air equipment essay um and it's a how to flush your spray foam gun yeah that's phenomenal um now another part of the uh the uh fusion pc is the they came out with the chromex plated mixing chambers and the advertisement on them from Graco is that they're supposed to last 10 times longer than your standard mixing chambers. Have, have you seen, um, better life, uh, longevity? Yeah. Out of your so chambers? this is something that, um, I'm kind of blown away with because before I switched over to this gun, I, I felt like I was literally buying mixing chambers from you. I mean, you could probably go back and pull up my history. I'll bet you that before the 
PC Pro Connect, I was buying nearly weekly. You were buying them a lot. I don't know yes. that. I was buying so many mix chambers because I'd get a little nick on there and where I would see change, um, you know, some of these, uh, some of you spray foamers out there have probably seen this is where I would see it is like, I would see light, light mist of chemical coming out the end of my gun whenever I was not pulling the trigger and not enough to be alarmed, not enough to create issues, but that was constantly happening. And then now with this new chrome plated uh, mixing chamber, um, I have had to buy three new mix chambers. The only reason that I've had to replace my mix chambers is because we have broken off drill bits inside of it. Oh, that's, that'll happen. That yep. happens. And so, um, I have broke three drill bits in three mix chambers. And so therefore I have had to buy, you know, three of those. Now my sprayer was telling me that you can take a torch and you can heat up those. And a lot of, sometimes that, that drill bit will actually start to pop its way back out and then you can grab it and pull it out. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like you're talking about downtime, we always say the downtime of trying to mess with getting that little drill bit out of there. I mean, how long is it going to take you versus right. just getting a new chamber? Um, we just really try to harp people to be really careful. I know it's especially the side ports because they're so small. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to break one of those off in there. That's right. Uh, especially if you're like in a dark trailer or something, you're not really, you know, but, um, but I mean, that's the life of the chamber, uh, that you've seen. Phenomenal. Like I haven't, I haven't had to, I haven't had to replace one for like, and I, and I'm talking like my old chambers, I would see just from common wear and tear, just from literally spraying, not cleaning. I would see, you know, these, these hairline scratches from Mm -hmm. your mixing chamber dragging across your side seals. And I mean, you don't see that. Um, at least I haven't. And I've been running this gun now for, you know, five to six months. And it's just like, I haven't seen a scratch on my mixing chamber. Um, so like to say that there's a significant change, you know, is an understatement. There is a very significant change about how these things wear and, you know, whenever, and and I do think that it's important also while we're talking about that, uh, that cartridge, um, this cartridge system and talking about, you know, the equipment inside, I think that buying these, is it the Delrum material, um, yeah, side, the seals? side seals, polycarboloid. Yeah. The poly- polycarbs. I think that that is also a game changer that I didn't know about that. I didn't know that that was an option. Oh, so that's probably why you're getting scratches on your. Yeah. Your so I was using yeah. all metal mixing chambers last year and or uh, all metal side seals. And then switching over to that element, didn't get rid of my scratches. Like mm-hmm. I still got scratches even with polycarb, um, but it was less. And then to then come out with this new, um, you know, this new Chromex plating, you know, I think that that's been, you know, the change that needed to make. Now it seems like these things are a lot more bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And uh, to back up a little bit, um, you know, you're talking about just little hairline scratches on the, on the chamber and somebody who's not, too informed on spray foam or kind of just getting in the business might see that and say, well, that's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a gouge in there, but you got to realize there's, like you said, 1300 pounds of fluid pressure. When you got 1300 pounds of pressure pressed up against that chamber, it's going to look for any little crack to go through. That's right. And if it finds it, you're, that's when you get the, the crossover and it backs up into your gun and then you're, 
you know, getting foam in your handle and everything like that. Sure. Um, so speaking on that too, have, have you had a crossover? I mean, I'm sure, sure you've had a crossover with this new system. The only crossover that we've had was the one that we created. So okay. we haven't had a, we haven't, so these cartridges, supposedly, this is one thing that I read, they're supposed to be built to contain the crossover if it occurs within the cartridge. Mm-hmm. So that whenever you, um, I like to say it for lack of a better terms, the what the PC does is it creates, it, it's basically all of the internal guts of your gun. And what's great about this cartridge is that if we haven't had a crossover yet, but I'm sure it will happen at some point, you know, like nothing's perfect, you know, and, you know, sprayers get tired and they push equipment past where it should be cleaned Mm -hmm. and it happens. I've been there. I've been that guy. Um, And so it's, it's going to happen. But what my hopes are is that it does what it's supposed to do and it stays self-contained inside of that system so that, you know, a changeover on any other gun, that's an hour process. If it stays in the gun, Mm -hmm. if it gets into your hoses, now you're talking about hours of time to replace whip hoses because you've now had, you know, your materials backed into your lines. So that's a 10 foot section or some guys buy, you know, shorter sections, make their own. So five foot right. section, whatever it is. So that's a five foot piece. So then as soon as you have to replace your lines, now you have to purge all the air that you've gotten in your lines from taking the lines off. So you're, you're just really stacking up the amount of time that you're going to be broke down. So. Um, unfortunately I can't speak to what a crossover looks like on the pro connect yet. Um, mostly because we haven't had one. Um, okay. and so I hope that it stays that way and that we don't have one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, what I've noticed with the, the fusion, this is a, this is a very important thing to note about anybody that wants to, to buy this thing is that my gun, it does a very good job of telling me when it's time. And it's not the way that it sprays. Um, one thing that I will note about fusions in general is that you can have a clogged up side seal or you can have, you know, um, a a poorly running gun and it still blows a beautiful pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's my, my, my strongest like about the fusion. Um, whereas other guns that I've tried, they let you know as soon as they're dirty by the way that they spray. Um, and the fusion is like, like you're on the borderline of crossing over and it's still blowing a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've noticed with the, the fusion pro connect is that whenever it is time to, to, to make a change with that cartridge, the air pressure that your gun blows out the tip dramatically goes down. And at first you think to yourself, Oh, I wonder if I'm having air compressor issues or I wonder if my air compressor ran out of gas because all of a sudden you now have 50% airflow coming at your tip. Um, so I think it's important for the spray foam guys that are looking at this gun is to know and feel what your normal pressures coming out of your gun, whenever your air is blowing out. And then whenever that dramatically changes, it's time. Um, Mm -hmm. that's whenever I notice it's not because of the way that it's spraying. It's not because, you know, I'm having, you know, crossovers. It's not because, you know, I'm, I'm having, um, off ratioed foam. You can start to see, um, on your pressure gauges, on your system, whatever proportion you're running. I can notice, you know, that maybe my, my foam falls out of balance a couple hundred pounds. 
um, which is not out of spec. You know, sometimes you get little clogs that create a little bit of pressure imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I can start to see those little pressure imbalances, but the tall tail sign is whenever that pressure, that airflow out of your nozzle, whenever you're not spraying, whenever that cuts in half, it's time. Man, they need to hire you as a spokesperson, Jordan. <laughs> <Gee>. <laughs> uh, man, that's great, though. That's the the touch and feel that you don't, you know, I could tell you all the things I know about the Pro Connect. Graco could tell you all the things they know. But until you have someone like yourself who's actually gone out in the field and used it um, and provides this feedback, you know, we this is just stuff that we don't know until right. we have guys out there using it. Um that's all I got. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on that on the Pro Connect before we? Um, so you know, I think that um, yeah, there's a couple of things that I always like to talk about. Um, I think that with all new equipment, there's going to be learning curves, right? You know, like so we have to we have to understand that whenever we make a change within our daily realm, you know, everybody has a system. Like whenever we show up to the job site. Um, we start doing this, um, and all of these things need to be done before we start pulling the trigger. Um, so I think it's important to say that there's a learning curve with this gun. Um, and so there's going to be some new things that you have to adopt. There's going to be some new things that I think it's best. Like whenever we're talking about a replaceable cartridge, um, you know, talking about, you know, like just backing up and going back to that flush pot, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's totally not necessary. Um, I think it's going to buy you a few cartridges a year is what I personally think. So I look at, you know, each cartridge is right around 150 bucks. Okay. So, um, you know, adopting that, let's just say it saves me two to three cartridges a year. Well, that's $450. You know, I don't plan on being out of the spray foam business anytime soon. So my $600 investment is going to be something that I get back on, you know, year two. Um, so I, I look at those down the road changes, um, and try and stay on top of, you know, this, this market so that I don't get left in the dust. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that it's important to know that there's going to be some new learning curve that comes with this gun. Um, and then the last thing that I always like to talk about is just adjusting your expectations. Um, we have to realize that what we're doing is a very dirty job. You are literally running chemicals that have the ability to expand up to 140 times their liquid size. You're spraying that chemical through a gun. So it's important to have these expectations. Don't buy this ProConnect thinking that this is the end all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never have breakdowns whenever I do, it's going to be evident and clear. Um, I'm going to pull out a cartridge. I'm going to pop a new one in and I'm going to be back to work. That part is, is, is definitely a standard. Your, if you have a breakdown with your gun and it is cartridge related, it is as simple as pulling the guts out, putting the guts back in. Um, you're talking about a 20 minute from unhooking it from your manifold putting it on your vice inside your trailer, putting a new cartridge on, hooking it back up to your manifold, maximum of 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas with other guns that I've used, like whenever I would have an issue, it would be a 40 minute to an hour full clean breakdown because 
sometimes I wasn't 100% sure that what I thought the issue was going to be the one that fixed it. Mm-hmm. So what I learned whenever I had that gun is instead of cleaning what I think it is, putting it back on the gun block and spraying, and then finding out that that wasn't, what fi- uh, that wasn't the problem, I found that it was just easier for me that while I had it in the trailer, do a full breakdown, clean everything. And so what I like about this ProConnect is that it's fast. Mm-hmm. So if it's guts-related, if it's doing those things that I talked about earlier where I notice that my pressure is now not blowing out the tip like it should be, and I know it's time for a cartridge. It's amazing to me that I can, in 10 minutes, now that I'm fast at it, I can do it in 10 minutes, no problem. I can pull that thing off. I can pull it in my trailer. I can pop a new cartridge on. Um, Graco was um, forward thinking and knowing that, okay, we know that whenever this thing gets used a lot and you start to get some chemical residue buildups in there, they, they were smart because now on your handle, there is a helper screw. So if you pull your gun apart, you know, whenever you have a perfectly clean gun or a brand new gun, that cartridge just slides in and out without, you know, without very much um, issue and, you know, without much try. But Graco was smart because one thing that they did do is they put this threaded um, screw pocket, they built it into the cartridge so that whenever you're in the field, and you've been using this cartridge for anywhere between that five and 20 sets, like we were talking about, there's going to be some chemical residue buildups in there that make that cartridge hard to get out of there. Mm -hmm. So what they've done is they, they put a screw pocket on there and you pull the screw out of the bottom of your gun. It's all right there. You use the same nut driver that you would use on, you know, turning your chemical on and off on your gun. And you run this screw into the screw pocket. And basically what this screw does is it goes all the way through the cartridge and it puts pressure on the back of the cartridge and it literally pushes the cartridge out for you. Hmm. So it's, I mean, those little things right there are game changers. Um, And they also include inside of your packs of ProConnect cartridges that you buy. Um, They include a couple of things. They include a little Zert fitting, and they include a little rubber. Um, it kind of will look like it, it's a rubber divider. And what that thing is made to do is that um, if you are a cleanly spray foam crew and you like to you know work on your stuff and you like to keep your stuff clean to create longevity out of your cartridges, you have the ability to do that. And what that looks like is um, the Zert fitting fits on your A and B side ports where they come, where the chemical comes into your cartridge. And you slip that Zert fitting over the top of your A and B side, and you can actually squeeze grease through there. Mm-hmm. So if there was anything that was, you know, clogged up in there, with that grease gun, you can create pressure to force that stuff out. What the little rubber fitting does is it actually slides down in the center of your cartridge and it stops your A side from running across the cartridge and hitting your B side. Um, because what I will say is that cleaning the ProConnect cartridge is it's something to be dealt with very gingerly. Um, 
because if you get foam on the inside of that cartridge, you're basically going to toast it. Mm -hmm. So they've created a Zert fitting so that you can push grease through there. They've created a rubber fitting that creates a divider inside of your cartridge so that you, whenever you force that grease through there, you don't blow A side over to the B side and they touch and then they start to chemically react and right. make some foam. And so those little things right there also are nice things to know that if you, you know, if you just want to keep your gun clean over the weekend and, you know, you're going to be spraying a job on Friday and then you're not going to be spraying again until Monday, which is pretty typical. Um, you know, if, if you're that guy that likes to keep things, you know, on in tip top shape, pop your cartridge out, run some grease through it on both sides, pop it back in. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important to know that if you, if you decide to do that, it's very important that you put your gun back together. Um, don't leave anything out and exposed because a side when exposed to air over a weekend, it's going to harden lickety split. Mm -hmm. So you're going to come back to a toasted cartridge over the weekend. It is not something that you can pull out and, you know, set in your top desk drawer and use it next week. So I think it's important to note like, Hey, if you decide to clean this thing, put your gun completely back together after you're done, you know, deconstructing it so that you minimize any of that air exposure. Right. Yeah. Um, I also know that they come with that as a, um, it's kind of a troubleshooting tool. If you do have a failure, you can pop that cartridge off. Like say you're in Austin, you're cruising Bernie. Um, they have a, a crossover or they're a failure on the gun. You can pop that cartridge off, throw it in some TSL so it won't set up, pop a new cartridge on, and then you can use those tools you were talking about to troubleshoot and see if it was a cartridge issue or if you can reuse that cartridge. That's right. So. Um, that's part of it too. Um, anyway, that's uh, Jordan Cook with AW Foam Technologies. Jordan, where can they reach you? If they yeah, need to? so you guys can find me on the web if you're in the San Antonio or surrounding area um, and you're looking to have some spray foam done. Uh, we do about a 90-mile radius around the San Antonio and surrounding Hill Country area. So we're up in Fredericksburg, that sort of thing. Um, I have a website. Uh, you can look at my website. That is www.awfoams with an S. F-O-A-M-S dot com, or you can call my cell direct. Um, and I'm a, I'm the guy that usually is going to be showing up to quote the jobs. Um, I'm the guy that's going to be showing up and doing the work. So you can catch me on my cell phone at area code 970-712-2441. All right, Jordan, I just want to thank you, uh, for joining me. Um, providing some just amazing feedback on the fusion pro connect and, uh, just some tips for those foamers out in uh, in general so thank you uh for jumping on the podcast with me absolutely thanks for having me my friend uh if you guys want any more information on the fusion pro connect or any other fusion or graco equipment uh give air equipment a call at 210-223-3157 uh this is jason weber and we'll see you on the next episode of the aer podcast